is going on, everyone? It is episode 191, recorded on Sunday, December 10th, 2023. I'm Drew, and hey, John, this is a long one, so sit back and be prepared. Christmas was coming, and little Johnny's mom and dad took him to the mall to see Santa Claus. Johnny walked up and sat on Santa's lap and said, Santa, for Christmas, I want a goddamn new baseball bat, and I want it to be put under my goddamn bed, and I want a goddamn new baseball glove, too. And I want that put under my goddamn Christmas tree. And Santa, I want a goddamn new bike. And I want it put under a goddamn tarp in my goddamn shed. Santa, in complete shock, pulled little Johnny's parents aside and said, In all my years, never seen a little boy with such a foul mouth. His parents replied, We know, but we have no idea what to do about his behavior. We've tried everything. Santa thought about it and said, Here's what we're going to do to teach him a lesson. Every place that Johnny asked for a present, we're going to put a pile of dog poop. The parents agreed to try Santa's plan. Christmas morning, little Johnny woke up and immediately looked under his bed. Seeing the pile of shit, he ran downstairs to the Christmas tree, chent underneath it, finding another pile of shit under the tree. He ran out the door and threw open the shed door, finding the tarp in the shed, and quickly pulled back the tarp and found yet another pile of shit. Johnny walked out to the shed and started looking all around the yard. After a while, his parents asked him sarcastically, So, little Johnny, what did you get for Christmas? Little Johnny looked at his parents and said, I think I got a goddamn dog, but I can't find that motherfucker. So we have a special episode for you. We are going to have some Christmas fun, and then we're going to go right into the second annual Daddy Awards. What does that mean? You have to listen to find out. John, Merry Christmas, buddy. How are you doing? Is it annual if there's like gap years? <laughs> it's sure. Like, it's I mean, like this. It's like the second Daddy Awards. We've, we've I don't done it. We've done it. It's the yeah. second. But you're right. Annual. Eh. <laughs> I don't. I got to look that up. <laughs> what, what, what year was it? Like 2019. I think we know. 2019. We didn't. We weren't. We didn't even do the show in 2019. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did 20, it. Uh, 20... I think it was 2021. So two I think we missed ago. last year's episode 35. Yeah, maybe 35. maybe it was the first year. Anywho, I am doing well, great because the Denver Broncos have won another big game, and oh. we are suddenly relevant in the world, and we're coming for Tim's Detroit Lions next Saturday. Wow. We're coming for you, Tim. I would say uh, the Patriots are relevant in the world, but they did win this week. Um, which I'm not sure if I, I'm, I'm happy with that or mad about that. I mean, you beat the uh, you beat the uh, the over on it. Yeah, you know, the Broncos I... play the Patriots in a in a few weeks. That's going to be a huge game. It would have been. I mean, I don't care anymore. It's a huge game for you guys. <laughs> it's a huge game, and it's in Denver. I think so. You go. Uh, that should, could be you go. I don't really go to games. How much anymore. are Broncos? I mean, I'm sure they're actually getting more money this year, but how much is it a Broncos ticket out there? Is it, is it cheap, oh, easy all, to get? Or no? Yeah, it's all secondhand market. I mean, normally you would think this year a ticket to the Patriots would be cheap, but with it's not though. with how big it is, it's going to definitely go up in price. Mm. No, I'm happy to just watch it and eat some chicken wings while uh, I agree. while we do it. But I agree. If the Patriots screw us out of a, a win that week, man, I'm going to be 
I am going to go another 10 years rooting against the Patriots. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> They're starting to just fade away for you. <laughs> I know. It's like, if we can beat them, though, maybe I'll be easy on them next year. But uh, <laughs> not if we lose that game. Um, how's your Marvel endeavors going? How many uh, movies you watched? We just watched the second one. Okay. Yeah, we're going, we're going through all the Marvel movies. A lot of them I haven't seen. Uh, mm-hmm. So we watched The Incredible Hulk last night. I, wa- I went up there with my Switch. I was not going to be giving full attention to the movie. Mm-hmm. And I guess in some ways it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's like it's really Edward not. Norton was the Incredible Hulk before mm. they recast it. And it was it was a very gloomy movie. And Edward Norton and Liv Tyler were like acting as if it was like a, a perennial Oscar you know, movie. And it was just so serious and whatever. It just wasn't very, it wasn't a fun movie. Very unmarvel like It's a little dated as well. Yeah. What, what year did just, that come out? Uh, that Early was 2008. 2000s? No, yeah. that was 2008. That, that was came it? out, I think, a few months after Iron Man. And um, I was okay. saying today, it was like, it's, you know, it's like amazing that the MCU didn't just crash and burn early on with uh, the it's second true. movie being so bad, but. Um, next one is Iron Man two. And then it's, what is it? Thor, then Captain America. And then we hit the Avenger movie. So, um, I'm kind of looking forward to that, but I haven't seen the first Thor and the first Captain America. So I'm excited to see those. I'm trying to see when, if I still have it, when I, and the original, Oh, so this is funny. I, I have, when I watched all the Marvel movies in a row, Mm -hmm. believe it or not for you people out there, when I was doing the Disney guys, I actually made a video review of every single movie. So, John, I encourage you, you, I'll send you the YouTube link. You should watch each one after you watch the movie and see if you agree with me. I actually gave it ranked in numbers. How long is your video review? Like They're all like minutes? under two minutes each. I think No way. Short. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look now. There is no chance you ever filmed any video I'm gonna under look. two I'm gonna look minutes. I'm going to look at the first one and see. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> now now you got me thinking yeah no way Disney guys. i'm looking forward to iron man 2 as well i think i did see that one though i don't i never i definitely did not see it's, iron yeah. man 3 let's see Diff- marvel all right everybody drew is just going to do this while <laughs> no all right so here we go i got them open all right so which one i mean the hulk all right that one's kind of long all right so they range from like one minute to end game was eight minutes. I must have had a lot to say on that one. Age of Ultron, two minutes. Captain America, one minute. Thor, minute 45. Ant-Man, two minutes. Yeah, they, they're all incredible. Halt, one minute and 26 seconds. It stinks. I'm going to I'm going to I'm curious now. I'm gonna the, be, the best one. the best moment. No, you can't watch them all right now, Drew. The best moment of the Incredible Hulk is at the end when uh, when uh, Tony Stark meets the guy in the bar and he's like oh, 45 yeah, yeah. seconds on screen. And it was like everybody in the room, like the whole family, we were like, oh, you know, it's Iron Man. It was it was like the most exciting part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and he just he just showed up and nothing particular. They yeah, probably yeah, yeah. filmed it during Iron Man, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. How about you? What's going on with you? I want you. I want you to watch these movies. I mean, the reviews. I will after the show, Drew. But what have you been doing this week? Of course. So what have I been doing, John? We know what I've been doing is the elephant in the room. I've been playing. You've been doing an elephant in the room. 
I would. If oh I could. my God! Does Amy know? She joined. <laughs> it's a coming oh, of age. I am entering the world of real video games. John, I have been playing Avatar, whatever the hell is called, Frontiers of Pandora. But I don't even know what it's called. I don't care. I think that's it. Avatar on the Luna, right? So um, I haven't been playing the Luna a lot. Let's let's be honest, right? I, I bought it for this reason. I bought my 4K Fire Stick, so I had to play. It. I can now play it in every single room in the house which is fantastic. I, I had a little struggle logging in as I vented to you already about offline, but uh, <laughs> enough about that. We're, we're, we're working. We're functional now. So this game, um, yeah, this is my first big boy game. I'd say in a long time. And as far as the connectivity of the Luna playing, I'll give it like an eight out of 10. Like there's times it's flawless. The graphics look great. And then there's times, so a few times, right? A little graphical errors or hiccups, if you want to call it that. But for the most part, it plays smoothly. A uh, lot of fun, right? Um, I like the story, right? The storyline kind of is, it, it kind of like pits up, I guess, where the bad guys, I'm going to make it simple so I'm going to understand Avatar World and, and Lindor. The bad guys have captured or, or a bunch of young Navi kids, right? The blue people, the Navi. Um, and like they're training them, they you know they they live with the, the the bad guys. They go to school, but essentially they're training them to be warriors. They just don't really know it yet because they're young and, and naive, naive, <laughs> naive. Get it? Naive. Um, but you know, there's like the scientists, bad people too, that are actually good at trying to help them. So, short, long story short, what happens is something happens, and the bad guys need to get the hell out of Dodge. They need to leave the planet, and they say, just just kill the kids. I don't care about them anymore. One of the scientists jumps in, saves the kids, puts them in a sleep chamber, and then can't save them. So they fall asleep for 16 years. They wake up, and a lot of stuff has happened. Now, these kids don't really they have know. have cubic hair. Sorry. <laughs> and these kids don't really know Pandora. They don't really have any plans to go home to because they were kind of like fugitives living in these camps, right, with the bad guys. So now it's like they're on their own, and they're trying to adapt to the Pandora world where they fit in but the bad guys now are back again because you know they regrouped and now they they're so you're trying to stop it's it's a fun fun story I'm, I'm kind of into the story part of it now as far as the gameplay it is a first person right uh at first playing on a lunar controller which by the way the buttons are the opposite of the nintendo switch so a is where b is and b is where a is etc so that took a lot of getting used to but once you get used to the controllers uh it's it's fine it's also a lot to take in right a lot of menu options a lot of what, what do i do with the map how do i get the, the guided for the quest so at first i was very overwhelmed and like this is a little frustrating like like i don't know like the quest wasn't really being very clear on what i was supposed to do or where i was supposed to go but once i understood a little bit how to do the tracking and how to read that with a map and create waypoints it made it a little bit easier for me and i figured it out uh, I was a little nervous about the combat because it's a first-person shooter. Once again, right? You don't have the gyro controller, so it's not like Breath of the Wild where you can get close and then just use your, you know, gyro controllers to to shoot. Right? It, it's tricky, but they do have this little lock-on mechanism where if you get close, it kind of like locks on to the enemy and turns red, mm -hmm. and then it will follow them. Now, if the guy starts sprinting away, it's not just going to stay with them. You have to kind of move with it, but it kind of helps you. It's it's kind of like a, in assist mode, I guess, but it's, I think it's built in. So that really helped me a lot. This is one of those games you need to eat food, which I've never been a big fan of. 
you know, like you need the energy type thing. If you don't, you might walk a little bit slower. You know, you're going to be really. Yeah. Not in love with that concept. That's weird. Um, I don't see that usually in games like this. No. Yeah. And I don't really know exactly if you don't eat it, what the effects are. I feel like I move a little bit slower, but I'm not sure what else happens. Uh, yeah. Mm. And then you eat food. Fun. Does it go? Mm, so <laughs> I, I wish it did. It's it's Ubisoft at its finest, right? There's there's already an Ubisoft store like store where you can buy cosmetic upgrades and stuff. I didn't really dig into that. I've, I'm not going to do that. Um, I guess I should say I did end up signing up for the Ubisoft um, subscription, not buying the game for seventy dollars. All right. Uh, but yeah, as far as like the actual game goes, it's 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 beautiful scenery. It's it's um I do love it love like running through the jungle it feels very natural how you can leap and jump and it kind of feels like the avatar in a weird way like the navi it's it's hard to explain but very smooth controllers um i've gotten down the controllers pretty well as far as the aiming and shooting and the inventories and the inventory wheels and things of that nature um just still doing a lot of exploring and trying to get into the main storyline and figuring it out figuring out you know you walk through the jungle and you run into a poisonous plant and like, bam, oh shit, didn't like, you know, you're, like that type of stuff you're, you're learning as you go. But a lot of um, crafting, you can get really deep into crafting. And when you level up your characters, you can kind of go down like the path of, do you want to be a hunter? Do you want to be a warrior? Do you want to be a crafter? It kind of starts to mold your character a little bit. I'm not like a sure skill the, tree kind of thing. Yeah, it's a skill tree. You know, like some games, I'm not sure how the flexibility will be. Can you do all of it? Or do you really need to just pit two and focus on two? You know, every game's a little bit different on how that works. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I, I, I think that's probably all there really is to share so far. Unless you have like specific questions I'm not thinking about. But I'm, I mean, I'm loving it. I'm having a lot of fun. You know, it's the, the kids like watching it a little bit. So I can play when they're around. It's not too graphic or anything like that. Uh, but yeah. Is there blood? Avatar. A little bit. Like yeah, when, there's a little bit. When you shoot. Yeah, is it red a little bit. What do, what do avatars have? Is it red or is it like green? I don't know because it's first person, so you don't really. No, I mean see their blood. Dip- like when you like, you know, you're just like you see an enemy and you're like. Yeah, but you're not. You're not. I'm not killing avatars. I'm killing humans. Oh, that's right. You're killing people. You should shoot a few avatar and then report next week. <laughs> I do have like a like a rifle now. Like I did find a one. I stole one of their guns. But the bow and arrow actually is the most fun to use. And then you have all these cool little like bombs that you can craft and make that you can use and things along that line. But no, it's I mean, it's it's fun because you feel like you're not as powerful. And then you'll see like a helicopter show up that drops like four Mets. And you're like, holy shit, how am I going to kill these guys? But it's it's gaining up there. I'm having fun with it. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't see myself doing every single side quest and doing everything. But I definitely see myself continuing to play through this game. Yeah, I would hope so. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's good that you're finally playing the Luna. I think I think it's funny that you're playing this game and talking about how you had to get it adjusted to the controls. But it's like you got the Luna and I think the spring. Yeah, but I played some <laughs> shitty. Like I played Sonic Mania. I played some other. Like Those are it's different than like a first <laughs> like, person shooter. I know, but I think you played it for like a few days. And then this is I think you had to like you had to like wipe the dust off the controller. I I will say like a week ago when we I bought another fire stick, Evan and I played through like almost all of Sonic Mania. It's kind of fun. That's it. Luna, I can now play in every room in the house and I love it. You don't have to really reconnect the controller to the TVs. You just show up, 
put on the Lunar app, you turn on your controller, connects automatically, and it just goes right to my last save the game. So it is that that is kind of a nice feature. You literally just have to bring your controller to a different room in the house and turn it on. That's it. Anything else on your hand? Oh, I think you're muted. Oh, can't hear you, John. Hey, get back. Um, no, I was just saying our, our we got snow yesterday and I lost power oh, to my oh. living room and I'm waiting for an electrician to come tomorrow. It's been very Wait, sad. I had to use an extension down? cord to plug in the, the Christmas tree, but we don't have the Christmas music on and there's no lights and it's really dark. Ugh, it's That's amazing impressive. how much. Yeah, so what like, happened? Like it blew a circuit or something just in your living room? I had an extension cord out there, and I think some snow got into the unplugged yeah. sockets, and it's never happened before. But yeah, and I think it blew out the GFI or so. I don't know, but anyway, uh, that's that's all I got going. I just want more Christmas cheer tomorrow night. It's too dark in here. That's so. not a sin. Well, speaking of Christmas cheer, John, we get a bunch of uh, little conversations we're gonna have just around Christmas. Let's dig into it. Um. First thing I want to talk about is you've been watching any like new Christmas movies, right? You know, Netflix is putting out all these new ones and Paramount and HBO or you watched anything. I haven't gotten into the Christmas movies, honestly, yet. Um, I I, I feel like I get more into the Halloween stuff, but I did watch uh, this earlier this week. I watched Gremlins and Gremlins 2. <laughs> so now, Michelle didn't want to watch it, you said. She she is very anti-Gremlin, and I think hmm. it's because there she remembers a scene where they throw the gremlin in the uh, microwave and and turn um. it on. And I want the kids to see it because it's, <laughs> that's a weird follow-up from that. It's actually a pretty kid-friendly movie. There's I not like there's no sex scenes, there's no like nothing uncomfortable, just gremlin murder. Um but I don't I didn't I wasn't sure if I'd ever seen Gremlins, too. So I really wanted to see that one. So I saw Gremlins last year. I saw it again this year. I like it. Gremlins, too. I must have seen a long time ago. I think it came out in 1990. And I think I must have saw it around there because there were some scenes I remember. But I don't remember well. So I must have seen it one time. Maybe I went to the movie theater and it is soaked in nostalgia absolutely soaked yeah. in it there is a and this was one of the parts i remember there's a part of the movie where the films the, the the movie starts getting warped and then like it's like the film is breaking away and then you see the gremlins in silhouette and so what they're trying to be is like oh the gremlins are up on the movie projector above you because you're probably oh, watching yeah, this yeah. in the theater and they're like ah ha, ha, ha. and then like eventually they show like a movie manager and someone's complaining because they put like some nude volleyball movie thing on or something like that. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. And uh, you see this movie manager walking uh, like some some lady and her son are complaining and he walks into the theater and he goes halfway down and he talks to Hulk Hogan, who is sitting really? in a movie theater and he says the gremlins have gotten at the movie and Hulk Hogan stands up and he turns around and he's looking at the screen at you and he's like, hey, little brothers, you know, it's just a total Hulk Hogan thing. And then he scares the gremlins into turning the movie back on. And he's like, sorry about that, folks. And it's like a big fourth wall break or whatever. God, I don't remember it's these hilarious. movies at all. It is hilarious. The second movie is really all about how we can get the gremlins to do the most human things possible. There's some gremlins with Warner Brothers shirts. There's gremlins that are prostituting. There's gre there's like every kind of gremlin 
thing you can do. There's gremlins playing cards. There's everything. Um, so it's like, it's not, there's a story, but it's really just all about gremlin humor. Um, so it's really <laughs> different. The first movie has this really neat little story going on and the gremlins cause a little bit of mischief and that's it. Um, yeah. So it's good. I yeah. I, I enjoyed watching like, both. They're not like killers though. They just cause havoc. Yeah. They're not really killing anybody. I'm not sure if anybody really dies. Uh, but yeah. So the first movie was a, it takes place during Christmas because Gizmo is a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second movie is not. Okay. The only thing I'll say about the second movie that's really weird is that the the old Chinaman, right? It's a little dated, so it's a it's 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 got some old terms in it. He they're in a small town, and the and the guy buys the the gremlin the the, mm-hmm. the gizmo from the the Chinaman in the local town. The yeah. second movie, the Chinaman is in New York freaking city. In fact, they pan over New York City, the Twin Towers, and he's got the same shot, but it is in freaking manhattan and then the the guy and the girl i don't remember the guy's name but phoebe cates plays the girl they're both in manhattan they're working there so it's like they just shifted the whole movie they said look we don't want to do it in the small town again we want to do it in new york city they're like well how do we write the the man having a shop in the city and they're like i don't know just put it there like (laughs) so they did um but they're both fun so uh, i definitely recommend them gremlins being the christmas movie and not gremlins too nice how about you um I've been, I watched the other night, Amy, I kept asking him, she's like, no, I don't really want, I said, well, I'm watching this, I finally did, I said, I'm watching this movie, this, I think this came out last year on Netflix, called The Violent Night, Um, this has David Harbour in it, from Stranger Things, we all know and love him from, this movie, like, John, this is gonna go down as, like, one of my favorite Christmas movies, so, David Harbour plays Santa, and what happens is, there's this woman who's like a billionaire. She has this massive like mansion and she's throwing a Christmas Eve party f- just for her family. She has like servants and caterers and you know, she has a son and daughter and they have their own families and they all come over for Christmas Eve. So they're there celebrating blah, 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 blah. They go to bed. So Santa comes to bring presents that night. So while Santa's just happens to be delivering presents to the house that night, there's these mercenaries that decide they're going to rob that woman. But, like, they're, like, killing people, and it's, like, a bloodbath. So Santa gets wrapped up into the middle of this. Like, who the hell are you? He's like, I'm Santa. Like, like, who the hell are you? And, like, he starts fighting back and protecting the family. But it's a very, like, violent, bloody, stupid, like, they highly try to be, like, artsy sometimes with this violent stuff. It's fantastic. I absolutely loved this movie. A ton of fun. Not kid-friendly. No nudity. Or really things like that, but just it's rated R. It's very R rated. Um, no nudity, but like there's hundreds but, of people being murdered. Yeah, and there's some like graphic type deaths. <laughs> like not to spoil, like there's there's a scene he literally like he grabs a guy and then like touches his nose to go up the chimney. But like obviously, if you try to like pull a human being up a chimney, like they don't fit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But yeah. So like he comes out on top and he's just like Santa, but you know the guys like just blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um loved it i thought it was a really fun movie like i'll be watching that maybe not every christmas time but like every other maybe it was was one of those i think they might even be making a sequel i think it, it did pretty well um but opposite of that one we did watch with a family that's family friendly is called family switch with ed helms 
Have you seen or heard of this one? No, I haven't. I haven't heard that at all. This is new this year. Um, who's in it? Ed Helms, the the father. Um, Jennifer Gardner's um, the woman, the the wife, and then the two kids are Emma Myers. She's from um, God. What she's from? She's from. Um, and then the other kid is from the Marty Dutch TV show. Oh, she's she's from Wednesday. Remember in Wednesday, the roommate girl that wears all pink. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. So it's she's the daughter. So essentially, what happens? It's it's the concept of Freaky Friday. They all switch bodies, <laughs> right? So the mom and the daughter, the dad and the son, and then they have like an infant, and the infant switches with the dog. So it, oh it's 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 a Freaky Friday concept, but they have a lot of fun little twists. I mean, Ed Helms is great. It's a fun family movie. I think even your kids, even though they're older, will enjoy it. Uh, and it takes place on like Christmas Eve type time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, recommend it. It's a good family movie. A lot of fun. It was funny. Had Maybe a little was... bit more, a little more Christmas um, appropriate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. It was, it was one of those. Like, I was like, this is just going to be one of the, kind of like a corny type movie, whatever. But it was, it was a little better than I expected. Yeah, that helps. Is always good. And the last thing I've been watching is uh, Tim Allen. On Disney Plus, the Santa Clauses. Have you watched these? Or season one of this? I've never seen any of the Santa Claus movies. <gasps> I don't know why necessarily. I've never been a big Tim Allen fan, except for like Buzz Lightyear. Um, I despise you. And there's like a bunch, I guess, and a show and and whatever. So this is season two. Yeah, there was a show last year. So I will say season one was a lot better. Um, season one. He doesn't want to be Santa anymore, so he hires this guy that pretty much owns like an Amazon company, and that he's going to make Santa go away, and he's going to use droid, um, drones to deliver the Christmas presents. But this season's not nearly as good, I don't think. But it's still, uh, it's okay. It's fun. It's something to watch with the kids. <laughs> watch hey, it so before have... they delete it. That's it. All right. Nice. Speaking of Christmas movies, let's go a little bit into like our top favorite Christmas movies of all time. Do you have oh. rankings? I, I kind of have a rankings I could do. Uh, you want me to go you first? Start or... off? Yeah, we'll start off yeah. at number, you do number five. So number five is Gremlins. Wow. I, I not much else to talk about, but it, I mean, it takes place during Christmas. The whole basis of it is uh, Gizmo is a Christmas gift but there's you know sometimes with these movies like it it just reminds you of christmas so they're in this small town and there's snow on the ground and people are getting ready for christmas and and then a lot of the scenery on the sets are all christmas related and i like it so like i watched it last year i happened to watch it for christmas i would have watched it anyway and then mm-hmm. this year, I, I, you know, Christmas movies. And I, I was like, yeah, I just want to watch Gremlins. I, I like the snow and it just it makes me feel like Christmas. So I'll probably watch <laughs> it every year that it's streaming or whatever. And yeah, I've, I've realized when I was putting my list together, I think it's my number five. Now, there are there are a lot of movies that I do enjoy for Christmas that probably should be on this list. But just currently, I get tired of seeing those. I've seen them like too many times, sure. you know, that sort of thing. So, you you know, I don't have Elf on my list, for example. Elf's um, been overdone of, so I, much. I, exactly. I've seen it so often. I've yeah. seen the, I've seen clips a million times. So right now, Gremlins is my number five. How about you? 
Well, well, I'm going to jump on that Sam bandwagon, and maybe this is like that Game Awards type concept of it's fresh in your mind. But I'm saying Violent Night is number five on my list because, again, I was so Ooh. blown away. It was so much fun, and it's such a unique Christmas movie, right? You know, think Christmas when we think these happy, <laughs> yeah, jolly movies. This was yes. literally just murder everywhere. <laughs> um, but it was like a comedy murder. It was, it was, it was fun. So I already talked about it and talked about it again. Violent Night is my number five. <laughs> what's that halloween movie with the guy who dresses up like the clown the terrifier they just do a yes. terrifier christmas movie and be like this is unique <laughs> <laughs> um my number four right now kind of came out of nowhere but it's probably on the top of most people's lists and it's gonna be home alone um yeah, I, I never really I don't think I had ever really truly seen home alone home alone 2 from beginning to end in a sitting I I don't know, it came out at a time I wasn't really watching those kind of movies and I just never really saw it. And last mm. year, I think, was the first time I saw them. And I wanted to f- decide between the two. And I think Home Alone 2 is probably the better movie. Um, and pl- it takes place in New York, which is like, you know, where I'm from. Really? But, I'm not a huge fan of the second one. I mean, no, I think it I think it's, you know, Macaulay Culkin's, a, you know, he's a little more seasoned of an actor and. That makes sense. You know, they have to they have to, you know, make some changes. I love the way he kind of runs into the villains. Anyways, I've I picked Home Alone one. And um, yeah, I just like the original story. I love watching it and just seeing the weird things in the beginning, like the fact that Joe Pesci oh, is yeah, yeah. like posing as a, a, a cop. Mm-hmm. And he's like literally in their house and then they buy the pizza. And I just I don't know. There's I have kind of like a big, crazy New York family. And mm-hmm. uh yeah, there's a there's a lot going on there, and I like all the the cheap gags and whatever. So, and yeah. it definitely has like a little Christmas message. So, um, yeah, I, right. I picked Home Alone for right now. Maybe one day I'll switch to two, but for right now, it's it's Home. Alone. Nope, that's the better choice. Yeah, uh, my number four is a uh, all time staple. I think I thought about this recently. Muppet Christmas Carol. I just I, oh. I'm not I'm not even like a huge Muppets guy. Like I'm like indifferent about the Muppets. I don't know how you feel. I know like there's a lot of people that are either just diehard Muppets or like hate the Muppets. I'm just kind of in the between. I think they're fun. I don't think they're great, but Muppets with the, 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 the beautiful Christmas Carol story and the music in that movie and the interaction between the Muppets and the real people. I, I don't know. I really enjoy it. Yeah. I like the Muppets when I was younger. My, I think the thing that kills the Muppets for me is that my kids don't care about the Muppets. So we don't watch the Muppets. Yeah. But did you see Gonzo at the game awards? Uh, I, not live, but yes, I saw afterwards. Yep. Right. So I, I do love seeing them. I'm excited when I see them. But yeah, I know they, they have a lot of great classic movies. I just wish we could watch them more. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair. point. You know, they try to they try to put all these shows out and then they end up getting canceled. And I, I, I think it's like one of those cult followings. I just don't think there's as many people that love it. <laughs> but yeah. It's lost right. a little bit of luster, but it's it's good stuff. What's your number three? Um, my number three is The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. That is the original uh, yes. animated film. Um, I, I actually like... Well, like not the Jim Carrey movie. I like, I will say, I like all the Grinch movies. Um, I, I Jim Carrey is a, a freaking genius. Then the new animated mm. movies just done very well, very polished. But I grew up on The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. And I like the the sound of the narrator and all that. So okay. I'm all in on that one. And then I think one of the um, 
one of the statues in the haunted mansion in uh, Disney was one of the singing statues is the guy who sings the Grinch song. Oh, so really? Every time, okay. Yeah. Every time I'm in haunted mansion, you can hear the voice, just a very deep voice. And it just like makes me think of the Grinch and I like it. So I always um, enjoy it. So yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet this season, but we'll definitely watch it this season. Hmm. I don't, my Did kids like the animated one. The, the newer one that dream or whoever the yeah, hell. Did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nice. Not me. Um, my number three, I have a feeling it could be on your list. Christmas Vacation. I mean, just an all-time classic. My wife's not a huge fan of this, but this is one that I'll usually watch in bed every year. Like, while the wife's just kind of dozing off, falling asleep. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll watch it tonight, John. But uh, it never gets old. This is another one. It's a good one. I just, for whatever reason, I feel like I always see something new happening every time I watch it. <laughs> But, yep. Yeah, I Christmas love the nostalgia vacation. of it. Exactly. I, 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 as I've gotten older, I don't like Chevy Chase as much. And uh, I can't tell if it's because real life Chevy Chase is kind of an a-hole. That's fair uh, like anybody works with him and, and it's creeping into because I'm usually good at separating like the actor yeah, yeah, yeah. from the movie. And I don't know what it is. Or is the, the his character is just such chaos that I'm like, it like upsets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets into all of this nonsense, but that is, I think that is my favorite um, movie of that bunch, right? They have the European vacation. vacation is pretty good. I think I've only seen that like one time. You should watch that uh, one again. One day at work. That's a good one. That's one of my what's favorites. The, what's the one when they go to Wally world? I think that's like the original, right? National Lampoon's vacation. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. The Wally world one. That one's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Christmas, Christmas. What is it called? Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. OK, yeah, OK. Not a road trip. He's staying home. <laughs> nice. All right. My number two is the movie that we watch every year on Christmas Eve. Uh, it's Polar Express. Oh, I think uh, we started watching this, I think, in like 2010. I want to say I hadn't seen it before and it was really good. And then we watched it the next year for Christmas Eve. And now we just do it every Christmas Eve, I think, for two reasons. One, it's it's amazing. Uh, Tom Hanks plays so many different characters. The animation still holds up well. It gets a little bit outdated every year. But -hmm. considering how old the movie is, it holds up really darn well. Um, The other thing is it just has this cozy vibe there's like they're drinking hot chocolate and the snow and all that so it gives you that real kind of christmasy vibe it's pretty good in that yep yeah and then at the end when they get to the north pole and they i think they get off the train and they're trying to get they're trying to find their way back after the train derails Mm there is like these scenes where it gets really quiet and you can hear this christmas music background and it puts me to sleep Sometimes I'll even go upstairs and like go to the bathroom for a while. Like it puts me to sleep and I can't stand that part of the movie, but it also gets me in more of a sleepy mood for Christmas Eve night, which sometimes yep. some people can't sleep well on Christmas Eve night. Sure. You get a little but anxiety, put, excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Put that movie on and it just bores me to death at the end. But then um, and then it picks back up. But uh, yeah, I love That's, that movie. Yeah, there's a the part in the middle. And, yeah, um, I would love to see them remake this one not sure i'd like it better but i'd be curious well, to see what they did with it there was a rumor over the last few months or last few days maybe last month about 
the Christmas Express, which was supposed to be like a direct sequel. Did you hear anything about this? Oh, really? It's based on a book, yeah. which is, but they're I think, saying fairly it's, short. Yeah, but I think Netflix got a hold of it. and But now there's rumors of saying it's fake rumor. But there was like a poster and there was a bunch of shit. I was all excited. And then I was like, wait, is it real or is it not real? It's one of those know. things where it, it would look better, probably, if they did it. True. I mean, it depends. It depends if they make a low budget version, but. I don't know. It's just so classic. There's so many things where like all the old Peanuts movies and stuff like that, where it's like you could make it better looking, but it's it's not as classic. Agreed. Agreed. Um, oh, all right. My number. What are we on? Number two. Two. Talked about it briefly. I the, the fact that you have not seen this movie blows my mind. The Santa Claus. Oh. This is just one of the best. Two Santa Claus? Santa movies. The Santa right. Claus. The original one. Tim Allen. Yep. It's just. It's just one of the best Santa movies. Like, I'll be honest, Tim Allen is probably one of my favorite Santas. Like, out of all the Christmas movies, he's plays oh, one of my favorite. Should have ranked the Santas. Why didn't we rank the? Santas? I just thought of that now that we definitely <laughs> could have did a top five. Next year, Santas. next year, yeah, we're ranking the Santas. But yeah, you, I, you watch this with the family, please. <laughs> it's just, I just watch it. I'm not against it. It's just it's Tim great. Allen. I, I used to who I used to like not Tim like Allen? I did not like home improvement. I just oh, I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> Sometimes you some know. people just have yeah. a voice, you know. <laughs> I'll try to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it this watch week it. while I'm working. All right. You watch all of them. There's three of them. <laughs> uh, number one favorite Christmas movie of all time is probably in my top 10 movies. Mm. of all time now uh without a doubt 8-bit christmas this one is uh, a couple years old now it's a good one yeah came out on max a couple years ago it's uh neil patrick harris and uh that guy i can never remember his name and uh that lady i can never remember her name they all do such a great job i remember all their names but <laughs> um in terms of first of all it's about the nes mm. It's about it's a story from the 80s and wanting a Nintendo for Christmas, which I can really relate to. I didn't go through the the lengths that these kids went through. Uh, It's hilarious the way Neil Patrick Harris tells the story. And then he's showing like there's constantly these most of the movie is like flashbacks to the 80s and the way he changes things in the scene based on his storytelling to his daughter. Um, Oh, yeah. Steve Zahn. That's right. Steve Zahn plays the dad. And uh, it is hilarious. It is awesome because there's always it's Nintendo the whole way through. It's not like they talk about Nintendo early on and drop it. Mm -hmm. It is the theme throughout the movie. Um, I love the way the daughter says, is that Tupperware? And he's like, no, it's a Nintendo Entertainment System. (laughs) It's just perfect. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Did your kids watch this? Yeah, they've watched it the last couple of years with us. Did they like it or are they They, not like it? No, they like I think my kids might be too young. I mean, they watched it, but they they, they weren't into it. It, it's it's a little bit, I think, not really a kid's movie, if you think about it. It's, it's hard to relate to some of the older aspects of it. But yeah. the way he talks about the childhood and that that kid who's like much bigger, who's oh, in yeah, their yeah. school and all, it's like, it's like, oh, my God, it's so Gen X. It's crazy. And like I said, it makes you laugh. It makes me cry every single time. And it's just such a great movie from beginning to end. There's no bad moments. There's mm-hmm. no boring moments. It's just perfection. So... Um, I, um, yeah, definitely uh, number one. We just watched the new family movie that came out this year with the main kid that played in that movie. It's another Christmas movie called The Naughty Nine, 
where like him and eight of his friends <laughs> are on like the the naughty list. So oh. they they like go to the North Pole to steal their presents that they wouldn't that Santa didn't deliver them. Right. It's a family movie, kids movie, but um, it was the same kid from Eight Bit that made me think of it. I should have put that on my list. I right, um, my number one favorite Christmas movie of all time. You might either agree or I could see you absolutely hating this. Jingle all the way, John. Ah, uh, I forgot Arnold about that. Schwarzenegger, Sinbad. That's a good one. Turbo Man. It's just there's. I forgot about that one. You know, like t- today, like there's just certain things like with your wife or your buddies or your friends that you just quote like old school movies from. This is mm-hmm. one of those movies like I still quote random things from. And sometimes you you quote and say things so often you kind of forget what movie they're from. And then you stop like, oh, my God, that's from Jiddle All the Way. You know, it's uh, it's a great movie. If you've never seen this one, this is another classic that still holds up. I think it still mm-hmm. holds up pretty well. And uh, the concept, like the concept of Black Friday shopping, like that's it it doesn't really exist anymore i know that that's the part that's become outdated you never thought that would have been the outdated thing i know i agreed but yeah jingle all the way the way it was all right um let's talk about best christmas presents you've ever received john you have any you know one two three items or i I, you know I love all my christmas presents and and um, I'll, i'll never forget when i got my first my my Nintendo Entertainment System mm-hmm. because I like I think I've told this story, but I, I fully unwrapped one of the games because I was trying to snoop because I knew that it was a an NES game and I knew that yeah. I had gotten the NES and I had to like kind of pull the wrapping open and I tore it. So I just tore the whole thing off and it was and it was like, oh, and I just hid the game under my bed. Which um, game and was then, it? And then it was 10 yard fight. Okay. And uh, Christmas morning, like <clears throat> around halftime or whatever, just kind of snuck it out and put it under the tree. And I was like, my mom will never figure it out. I don't know if she already, ever yeah. did. Yeah, but it was like, I just pretend like I opened it in the madness. She'll never know. That's um, that's a good little like, did, but... that's a good holiday story to bring up to her. Like yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other story would be like um, the I think it was the first year uh, Michelle and I were together. She bought me a GameCube. And this was around the time I was a little down on games. I I wasn't super up to date. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, she's getting me a GameCube. I think it was Christmas of 2002. Okay. And I didn't have a GameCube. I mean, like it had been out for uh, almost two years. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe a year, year and a half or so. And uh, yeah, she got me the GameCube. So I don't have a lot of old stuff from my childhood. I don't have my original Game Boy. I don't have my original NES. Mm-hmm. I, I usually sold things as I got newer things. I didn't keep it all. And the only thing I really have that goes as far back is the GameCube. And it doesn't work anymore. But I have the box and I have the GameCube. No, I should say I don't have the box. That, that box, I did get a, I bought a box to put it in. But I still have the GameCube she gave me, even though it doesn't That's work cool. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the only thing that I, I keep. I think it's downstairs, though. I don't think I don't I don't have it up here. Um, but yeah, that yes. and that. And she got me a big Patrick pillow, you know, from. Uh, oh, yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. And it still just sits in my. Actually, I got her the Patrick pillow, but it sits in my closet. Huh. What happened Take, there? I just I don't know. She you lost her closet. Her closet's so fucking full of shit. She wouldn't have you know, room I for the, feel the same way. I mean, I podcast in my closet. I have a thousand plushies and I still have room. My yeah. wife has a triple my size and she can't even walk in the door. 
Yeah, I hear you. no, I, oh my women. god, it's crazy. Women, we should compare pictures. We should, but we, uh, yeah, don't tell them they did. Sorry, so mad. No, I don't want to die. No, no, I, I agree. I'll send, <laughs> I'll take a picture when she's not around. I, I have two. I'll talk. Oh, you have any more? I'm sorry. No, that's it. I have to have one right here. I think I've showed you this before. This, I think I got last Christmas. This is a Pokemon card, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's Goomba. A that's right. It's a Goomba Pokemon card that you like custom made that my kid is just to pick out uh, his attacks. So it's Goomba, my dog Goomba. And they picked out two attacks. One attack is called the Super Snooze. <laughs> and the other one's called the Trackle, not Tackle, Trackle Bite. Where Goomba runs fast and bites hard. I just thought this was like the coolest thing. This is like about a year ago. Is probably when I really started getting into Pokemon, and I like really like enjoyed it. Uh, I would love to see you do like a Pokemon tournament and just sneak it into your deck and just play it on somebody. <laughs> it's I mean, it looks you get thrown out and everything, but <laughs> disqualified. I have to do it Dylan, early on. Okay, because... okay, Dylan, if Dylan's listening, Dylan, what would happen? If yes. Drew just played a Goomba card during a tournament, what would happen? Would he get thrown out, disqualified? What happens? Tell me. Yeah, but they just say, sorry, you can't do that. I want to. I know. don't know. Dylan will know. Dylan will. Uh, the other present I got, similar to your story, was my grandmother. And this is this is hard to admit. When Sega Genesis came out, all of her grandkids got a Sega Genesis on Christmas. Um, Poor grandkids. Christmas Eve. So. <laughs> That's where I, I fell in love with a Sega, and, and I never really had a Super Nintendo as a kid, so I missed out a lot of those games. And then, you know, you went to the friend's house, they had the Super Nintendo, Super Mario, and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, I kind of always stayed for Sega that time frame, really until the N64 came out, and then, then I got that, but yeah, that was a good one. I remember that one pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. Nice. All right. Um, all right, next thing I want to do, John, is have like a rapid fire round, right? Just have a few topics here. The idea is me and you just trying to talk through them together, like super quick, and move on to the next one. All right, mm-hmm. first one real tree or fake tree? Fake tree, 100%. Gotta go fake, I agree. Presents, this is that you had this one presents on Christmas Day, or do you guys do presents on Christmas Eve? Uh, we do presents on Christmas Day. I would love to do family dinner and present exchange on Christmas Eve, but my wife won't let us. Uh, so we have to like on Christmas Day, we have to open up presents and then we have to get ready and cook. And I hate that. Oh, I want to do worst. that Christmas Eve. So it didn't once again, couldn't get it. But yeah, our presents are always Christmas Day. So we do what you want. Christmas Eve will go to my mom's and her mom's Christmas Day. We tell everybody we are not leaving the house, period. And we don't have to cook. We just hang out all day and the kids can play with their toys. And if anyone wants to visit, I'll have a cheese platter and some coffee ready. All right. Hot cocoa. If you make hot cocoa, do you use milk or do you use water? Absolutely water. Me too. <laughs> because I we we went we went through a phase of trying to do it with milk. Yep. And it always bubbles over. It's it oh, I don't work. have like a specialized Ugh. machine. It's a pain in the ass. It doesn't get hot enough. It burns. I forget it. Just do water. I will drink the milk that like Starbucks use does with their hot chocolates. I love that yeah. better, but I am not making it not with water all. all the way. Boil some water and pour it into your, your powdered hot chocolate. Yeah. And then we'll put Agreed. some cold milk in it a little bit. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. 100%. yeah. And put some marshmallows. All right. We're on the same page there. Good. Yep. Chestnuts. Is that something you guys do out in Colorado? You, you know, roast them. Nope. No, that's just, that's just in a song. Wow. I love chestnuts. Actually, 
I, I love chestnuts. Do you like I, to put the chestnuts in your mouth? I do. I put my nuts in my mouth. <laughs> I've <laughs> never mind. <laughs> do you guys do ah. like family Christmas pictures? We do. We just took it yesterday. Like you um, we, don't we, like, we, like whether it's Macy's we, or JCPenney's? Or we do you just... used to. When the kids were really young, we did. Now we just take a picture in front of the tree, and that's going to be the Christmas card. I'm sure you'll okay. get one. And yeah, yep. that's that's all we do. It's yeah. no big deal. Did you get I, I, I want to throw one. one in, though. Oh, actually, you go after you go. Oh, so, yeah, we we don't really do like a family picture. We have been recently taking our kids with our cousins and doing one. But, um, yeah, we usually do not. We're not really involved. We usually take pictures of the kids in front of the tree or something and put them in the Christmas card, which I think you should have gotten recently this week. Maybe did you get one for me? Uh, No, not yet. Hmm, odd. OK. I mean, the mail is slow. Maybe the tomorrow. Ma- the mail has been slow for the last few years, and now it's Christmas. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. What's this next one? Uh, when you get a Christmas card, this is going to go back to what I'm supposed to be getting from you. Yes. Do you like getting a Christmas card from your friend with pictures of their kids only, or do you want them included in the picture, too? It's a great question. It's a great question. Right? And it, it also it depends on who it is. It's just a tough one. Personally, I don't really... Well, let me rephrase. My wife makes the card, not me. I don't really have much of a say. But no, it's it's never... Shit, I don't even know now. Am I in the card? I don't think we're in the card. I think it's just the kids. That's I just think sad. it's just us. I know, that is, you know what? Shit, you're right. That is a little sad. Now that I'm thinking about it, why don't I have a family photo in it? I know. <laughs> my uh my my best friend from like we we grew up together from New York. We've stayed in touch. We visited last summer, you know, all that stuff. He sends me now the last few years because his kid is like four or five now. Mm-hmm. It's just a picture, it's like multiple pictures of his kid. And it's like, buddy, you're my bro. We've <clears throat> grown up together. I want to see what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I want a picture of you. So, I'll take it a step further. What about the people? I'm, I'm, we're probably bashing so many people that that don't even have Christmas photos. Like, like, oh, here's a Christmas oh, dress. It's Merry card. Christmas, and it's it's a picture of like you and your kids in front of the Disney castle. But like, I want like you in front of your Christmas tree, or in front of your oh, I see, or out like yeah. seeing Santa. What's your I thoughts mean, on that? Yeah, if you, if you didn't get that picture, maybe you get too late and you just pick one. I don't know. I thought you were talking about people who send like traditional style christmas cards and then oh, they might no, no. sign it and it's like that's what is this That's pointless that's just a waste yeah. of money yeah don't send it to me no <laughs> all right <laughs> um do you guys annually build like a gingerbread house of some sort uh not really my kids have done you know? it a couple yeah. times but no not really we'll buy like the walmart kit you know different one every year and they'll build it yeah Nothing i wonder crazy. if there is like a high class gingerbread house you can buy yeah. like, they have the, the mario best. castle ones Sometimes. Yeah, but I mean, like the best gingerbread, like a, like a seventy dollar gingerbread house. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Probably not. Think so. That would be curious. I to so. see. When I went to um, Disney and we visited one of the hotels, they have like the, the giant gingerbread houses they make there. Mm-hmm. You could buy a kit, and it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, it was really? like the, you know, real gingerbread. Oh yeah, that better be fucking good gingerbread, man. I did buy some you, gingerbread. Was you know what I would want? I want a snickerdoodle house. Okay. Or Changed maybe up. a short uh, a shortbread cookie house because mm-hmm. I don't eat the gingerbread houses. Well, let's let's talk about that for a so gingerbread. I mean, what's your thoughts? I I it fucking like, sucks. Listen, I like the taste of it, but like two to three bites, maybe four at tops, and then I've I've it's overstayed its welcome. 
I mean, like if you're yeah, if you're going to say it's good and then after four bites, you don't want it anymore. Well, I think it's me, bad. You know, those little like Debbie <laughs> gingerbread men that you can buy that have like the frosting on them. They have them around the holidays. They put them on the red bots. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. You know, it's, the, I buy a box of those. There's like eight of them. I usually have like one little gingerbread man with a cup of coffee. And I usually eat eight of them in the Christmas dunk, season. Just dunk his head into the it's burning okay. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were, I, it's okay. It's a unique flavor. If I told you, oh, this video game, oh, I love it. And after about 20 minutes, I can't play it anymore, right? That's not a game that you love. I don't, you got to be like, you're right. I, I had don't like love five it. gingerbread men for, I couldn't stop eating them. But it, like in one day, I yeah yeah like no. I was it was the morning and I was like oh let me get another gingerbread man oh let me get another gingerbread so man I, oh I my eat god pack every December and I probably don't even eat them all. <laughs> it's like popcorn balls. It's the same concept. Like I want one or two, maybe three, but that's it. There's only so many balls you can gobble down. There's only so many. All right, Advent <laughs> calendars. Are your kids too old for this now? You guys still do something? Uh, my wife Michelle will buy them three advent calendars they don't mm-hmm. even have any input on it one year they got a lego one i <laughs> no think input on it. they have no input on it they'll have some chocolate it's probably not great chocolate but yeah every morning they 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 like eat the little piece of chocolate and that's it they don't go crazy over it i think they just want the chocolate yeah. see my, yeah. my kids still still love it they they have zoe has like a bluey one and evan has a sonic one they wake up they don't write to it what is there chocolate or no what is it's it? like toys oh, okay yeah, we've seen the toys there. one too. Yep. Um, visit Christmas. You guys like like last night we we <laughs> jet in the car <laughs> and we like went and visited Christmas lights. You know, do you guys do that? What is that? Is Mich- that like a weird Michelle thing? Michelle and I, Michelle and I spent about three minutes joshing on you earlier today because I was looking at the list what? while I was in the car. And I was looking at the list and I was going, what Drew wrote down visit Christmas lights and she starts you know, laughing and she's like, that's not she's a like, thing? yes, let's go visit the Christmas lights. Let's knock on their door and <laughs> say we're here to visit. But wait, no, we, we, we drive around and look at Christmas lights. Yes. Yeah. So is it just the way I worded it? It's the way you worded it, which just cracked us Listen, up. This is rapid fire round. I knew what I meant when I wrote it. Yeah, we we usually one night in a year. Yeah, we we drive around. I mean, we see them all in the neighborhood or whatever. I don't even know where I would go to see something exceptional. Well, they have but, places yeah. too, like our local zoo. Like the whole place is like lit up, like like probably millions of lights. But yeah, you right. can like go walk through at nighttime. You know, the hot chocolate and stuff. Or like I said, you can just drive by the houses and do it. Right. We have one of those drive-through, like we did it last oh, year, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like the drive-through Christmas things. It's right across the street, from, across the highway from us. Um, we'll probably do it again this year. It's not super exciting, especially once you've done it. But I don't. It feels like a tradition to like mm-hmm. maybe go get some Starbucks and then drive through it or yeah. something like that. So we'll do it. I agree. Um, all right, last one. Nightmare Before Christmas, John. Halloween or Christmas? Uh, definitely Halloween. I agree, hundred percent Halloween. I agree. That's another one I'm just tired of. It, it wouldn't have made my list anyway. I've seen it a gazillion times. It's a Halloween movie. That's where I yeah, look at it. I, I know it by heart. Agreed. All right. Um, wrap this up soon. Old school Christmas specials. Uh, Any favorites? I do. I, I love, uh, I like Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay. Except when it gets weird. I like the Heat Miser one. Oh, uh, Year Without a Santa Claus. That's a yeah. good one. Frosty the Snowman. I Classic. think Frosty the Snowman Returns. There was a second That's one. The one where the guy invents the can that melts the snow. 
Uh, I think so. They all they all, they all melt together. They all look similar. So I, I don't what know. you did there. Yeah. Um, uh, Grinch, uh, I consider uh, an old one. Yeah. And what else? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't get like hyped up or whatever, but I love all those. My kids do not like the, the Peanuts movies. That's a and shame. So we'll I like them too. force them. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah, that, a dated thing, but uh, really just faked a punt and pulled it off. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I like all the old sort of Christmas. Right. What are we talking like 60s, 70s? No, what yeah, is no I, I was I originally when I wrote this, I was thinking, like you said, the heat miser and snow miser. I, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Jack Frost one. You remember that one? And like the guy lives up in the castle with like the metal <laughs> horse and he's trying to. That's a good one. Is that the Jack Frost movie from 98? Like the three, the 3D animated one? No, that's the one with wait the Jack. There's the one Jack Frost where the dad dies. It's a very depressing movie. Wow. This is I'm talking about the old school puppet ones, like tar, like Christmas specials. I don't know. What about the Star Wars holiday special? 1979. Okay. Uh, that was good. Well, how about the the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas specials? Fantastic. I love that one. That, that one's, one's great. really good. Yeah, I gotta watch I, that picture. Again. I would love to watch the hol- the Star Wars holiday special with the kids just one time and just see like what they think of it. They have the Lego one too. Is that the one you're talking about? No, I mean the the the, the Star Wars yeah. holiday special. Have I seen that? I don't think so because you said that's good, and I <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Wait, no, no, I, mean, I haven't. I mean, that was the second thing of Star Wars we ever got. It was after Star Wars, and then they did some network special. And it was awful, and like they have all these crazy characters. And where did you even watch? Wait, where did you watch that nowadays? It's hard. There's no official release of it. Um, you can probably find it on YouTube. Um, in the Weird Al video, he's like secretly buying it on VHS. But I mean, you can find it on YouTube. 1978. It's awful. Oh, it's it's 98 minutes long. Yeah. What the hell happens in it? It was made for network TV. There's like, I mean, like it's terrible it's terrible I'll, i think i'll just read up on it <laughs> it's just awful <laughs> but it's it's uh yeah i need to watch it all the way through i feel like it's it's been a while hmm. yeah all right any other old school specials or uh, new specials no I, I like them all i love i love watching old movies um white christmas was one i saw last year for the first I remember time talking about that yeah and i i'm probably gonna watch it again this week or the week after not because i think it's good and i think it's horribly out of date but just to put it on <laughs> all right last one here waka, waka, waka. i don't have a lot so hopefully you can carry this conversation christmas and video games one of these things that just i think video games kind of just always ignores christmas for some reason anything i think it i think it if you make a it's it's a double-edged sword right you see with halloween too if you make a video game that's about a holiday people will only play that game during that holiday so you kind of cut your market but then when that holiday comes and then you're the only one everyone's buying the game um but i put together a top five list and i I, we don't have to go back and forth but yeah, I don't I have, have a any. top five list of not just Christmas games, but for the most part, games that remind me of Christmas. Okay. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say I play them every Christmas, but I think of Christmas and I enjoy them. Um, and this this isn't necessarily ranked in terms of my favorite games. It, it definitely isn't. But in terms of how Christmassy it is. Sure. Uh, number five, The Last of Us Part Two. 
okay. which I don't even think takes place on Christmas, but the, the beginning kind of takes place in this big tent with lights. And it just makes me think of Christmas, but I don't think it has anything to do with Christmas. Okay. Unless I'm wrong, unless I misremembered. Number f- uh, number four, Bayonetta 2, which literally takes place on Christmas. Huh, uh, the that. opening cutscene is Bayonetta Christmas shopping with the, the crazy guy, and then he buys presents, and he's like, holy shit. You know, if you've played it, you know. Um, so that place takes place on Christmas. Number three, Animal Crossing. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, definitely. I, I love playing that game, especially uh, uh, New Horizons mm-hmm. um, during the Christmas season. That first day when there's snow in your town mm. is like, yeah. And then we got to make snowmen and all that stuff. That's a good point. Uh, you know, I'll make a halftime stop and say that reminds me of a lot of like the old MMO games I used to play mm-hmm. that would have like the Christmas holiday events. Yep. Right. Where you always wanted to log on because you could get tons of extra shit and you did a christmas hat for your characters that you, <laughs> it was um guild oh. wars specifically i remember so much of that but yeah those those yeah. type of games are always fun because you always want to get your costumes right you want to have the costumes to show it's just, off and... uh, it's a great time of year it is um it does remind I... me monster hunter world had a halloween event and now i gotta i gotta check and see if Ooh. they have a christmas event right. number two and this is one of the most christmas games i ever remember playing Batman Returns for the Super Nintendo huh. it was like a Batman beat 'em up game. Okay. And like it was based yeah, it was based on the movie, the one with Danny DeVito and the penguin and all that. Yep, yep. And it takes place during Christmas and all the decoration is Christmas and it's oh, a really cool. fun great game that I can never beat on normal mode because the the final boss just whips me every single time. But that is one of the most Christmas games that I ever remember. And then number one, my new number one as of like uh, last year, uh, Miles Morales, the second Spider-Man game on PlayStation takes place during Christmas and you're going around New York and New York is completely decked out for Christmas. It's wonderful. Uh, So many great pictures I took from it. What a wonderful Christmas game. And I should probably see I should probably like squeeze that in and play it. I've been wanting Mm -hmm. to 100 percent that game. Um, What a great Christmas game. I think I will actually play it. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's my number one. Very cool. I wish I had. I, I struggled with this. I mean, I, I didn't really. I think I only played Animal Crossing. But the first thing I really came to mind was the events. I think I like playing the Christmas events more than anything. They always have done a good job. But there's just not a lot of, you know, we talked about spooky games, right? And I think that's a broader category for Halloween, like you said. But Christmas just doesn't have a lot of, yeah. of like Christmas hard christmas theme in games i mean i know the grinch just came out with one and i think we'll talk about it in a minute later but this is not a lot yeah i agree so, all right that kind of wraps up the christmas part john i'm gonna try to hand it over to you now for uh what we're calling the daddy awards the daddy awards are back that's right uh we did this one a, a few years back and i wanted to make it annual but we we didn't probably for the for the better because there's only so many times you can laugh at the categories but we have a whole new set of categories this year. And here's what we're going to do. Drew, mm-hmm. I'm going to read off the category and the nominees, and we will determine a winner. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll determine it based on the category. Sure. And um, we do this because we love the Nintendo dads and we feel like they need their own awards. Nobody wins anything. This is all just for fun. But if you're a oh. big fan of the Nintendo dads, you should enjoy this. Listen, no hard feelings for this. We're not poking at anybody. This is just a fun, 
Just a fun environment. That's all. Absolutely. Absolutely. First category is best guest of 2023. Mm. The nominees are Kelsey Lewin and Koopa Kid 80 from the Video Game History Foundation. That was a fun episode. Philip Summers of Hand Drawn Gaming. Skinny Matt during Weights and Measures Week. And lastly, John Blanco this week from the Dads After Dark show. <laughs> okay, I'm I mean, not eligible. Like no, I put that in there for fun. <laughs> sounds like no brainer to me. I did have a lot of fun with them. I spent like five hours watching video game awards and then doing the show with Tim. God bless you. God bless you. Drew, why don't you Mm. pick the winner? I picked the winner. This is tough because Skinny Matt just sent me some amazing presents after dark gifts. So he should be eliminated. He sent me, you know, he knows how much (laughs) I love golf. I'm going to tell you the one present he sent me. He sent me golf tees, but the golf tees have boobies on them. That's just perfect. It's per- perfect. I told him I'm going to save it for me when me and Hambo Hambone play in our annual golf tournament. Um, so as much as the weight and measures week was done, Matt, I appreciate you. I was really fascinated with Kelsey and Koopa Kid because I thought the whole video game history foundation, I thought it was going to try to be like a boring episode. I'm not going to lie, but it kind of drew me in a little bit. I was very interested in it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very unique take, right? They, they went out and they found guests that I thought could bring something to the table that was this unique perspective that they don't usually talk about. And I and I think that I think that was the reason why I think they should win for best guest. They took this category that the dads would have never been able to talk about video game related uh, preservation of this history foundation. And I'm picking them for the winner. OK, well, congratulations, Kelsey Lewin and Koopa Kid 80 for you winning. Win nothing best guest you win nothing all right next next category grossest show title and this this category is sponsored by garbage pail kids Um, they they have they have given a sizable donation on this one and uh, it's brought to you by gpk here are the five nominees for grossest show title of 2023 they are stink arm hiccups and diarrhea on the road to zelda poop in a group Shower of turds, acoustical flatulence. These are all real show titles of the Nintendo. You think Dad if the dark is bad. This this is worse than us, John. And this we is wouldn't... five out of fifty-two. This is ten percent of their titles. <laughs> and we had to eliminate a couple. <laughs> I, I have a personal winner here. I don't know what your thoughts are. I you know, I th- my winner. I think is shower of turds that, only because that's mine. That's it's mine. so gross. <laughs> like, like if you, if, if I had to envision all of these things, like imagine <laughs> just being outside and turds falling on you <laughs> shower of turds. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I wish I, I need to go back and find the context that came up in me too. Congratulations. Shower of turds. You have done it. You are the grossest show title of 2023. We all look forward to what we can get in 2024. All right. This category, I'm going to have you pick the winner of this category because, um, you kind of, uh, planted the seed for it. This is the dirtiest show title and it is sponsored by Amaranth's vaginal yeast. That's right. You can buy Amaranth's vaginal yeast. Drew, did you get that? 
Did you buy that for uh, Amy? I did not, but since we have her names up, I gotta tell you, hashtag boobychristmas.com, whatever the hell it is, the Advent calendar. Have you been following, John? I look forward to that every morning when I wake up. The first thing I do is go on boobychristmas.com, and I see what rack I'm going to look at that morning. And then I click the button, and I go to booty Christmas, and I look at the nice booty vagina that they show me. So day, December 9th, Amaranth was there. And I'm like, wow, Amaranth. And two things happened here that really pissed me off. One, she didn't even get naked. This, this Now listen, out of all the 10 days they've showed so far, they did completely naked. But on day number nine, Amaranth is there. She doesn't even get naked. And then- pay for that. Out of all the 10 women I've looked at to so far, I feel like she was, like when you compare her to other hotness, she's not even on the same scale. How you know dare what I'm saying? You. How dare you? Listen, I'm being real. I'm being real. Are you, are you looking at it right now? I'm trying to too? I'm trying to find it. I mean, I don't follow it. I, I don't it's saved it's bookmarked on my phone. <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> on my phone. Bookmarked. Look, right. I've seen so many racks in my life. Well, Thousands. Why not Thousands. one more every day for 25 yeah. days? Don't no, worry. I see, the, I see the amaranth one. Bookmark it. Don't worry. You can go back and look at the previous 10 days. Do yourself a favor. Do you think they paid her for that? Like, I, I would have think they just stole these gifts. That one's lame. Every other one, the people get naked. That one, she's just in a bikini. I don't know. It's still the best one to me. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I derailed this whole category. Totally derailed it. Dirtiest show title is sponsored by Amaranth's Vaginal Yeast. They are whipped soundly and put to bed. <laughs> Yoshi's on top of Yoshi's. We have the meats, creams and lotions, and lastly, a hot dog and a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking this one. You are picking this one. The dirtiest. So there's something that makes the title I'm going to choose out of context when you look at the title of this podcast called the Nintendo dads. Mm -hmm. And when I see Nintendo dads followed by creams and lotions, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's not, it's not a good look in my eyes. I, I, I mean, like what was going on in that episode? Yeah. I, I gotta go creams and lotions in context of the, they're called the Nintendo dads, like Nintendo dads. We have the meats, just feel like yeah it's a bunch of meatheads meat you know the, they're the guys whipped soundly and put the bed is pretty intriguing but that just sounds like a nightly routine but creams and lotions <laughs> i mean that's like dad's hanging out with creams and lotions doing it together i'm not for that <laughs> <laughs> all right i would have gone with yoshi's on top of yoshi's <laughs> i do like that one and because I love the fact that I actually know what that means. Like, I know Me why too. they said it. But uh, Me too. Um, all right. Next category. This is gaming accomplishment of the year. Now, this is okay. a special category. I wrote all of the Nintendo dads and I asked them, what was the hardest video game accomplishment you had this year? I wanted mm -hmm. them to tell me. I, I can't really know what they play all the time. And they answered. And now we get to judge. You and I will judge this now. Mm -hmm. gaming accomplishment of the year yep. jesse 
said, I am the only one of the Nintendo dads to roll credits on Tears of the Kingdom. Now, he said that to you? He just threw every one of his co-hosts right under the bus. Deservedly so. Yeah. I I think so. Shame. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Marty. Marty took a couple days. And he said he beat Sea of Stars without a guide. Hmm. Easy game to get lost in. Good accomplishment. Sure. Justin, actually completing games instead of being just a game sampler. I asked him what was the hardest game that he beat for the year. He said Super Mario RPG. And and congratulations because Justin doesn't finish many games. Great point. (laughs) Tim, I was in the middle of fighting Bowser in Mario Wonder when all hell broke loose in my house. Dog was barking about something the kids were doing. The kids were yelling. I have no idea what was going on but I was able to block them all out and beat the final boss. You just picture Tim with his wife yelling like, Tim, I need Tim. And he's just like headphones, like just nope, locked into the TV, <laughs> just not moving. <laughs> all right. All right. What are you thinking here? Um, Demon accomplishment. So the only thing I'm going to say Jesse, I agree. His fact that no one else beat Tears of the Kingdom is mind-blowing, but that doesn't make him beating it any special. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like He was beating that game regardless if someone else beat it or not. So, as though I agree that is more of a mind-blowing stat, I don't know if I'd say that's the champion. Do you agree with that assessment? Or you disagree? I actually, I actually think Jesse, for this reason, they are literally competing with each other for this category. And I feel like Jesse beat the game, which is not an easy thing to do. And none of his compatriots did. But I want to hear, I want to hear your thinking on the, give me, give me your thinking. uh, That's when Marty beat Sea of Stars without a guide. I mean, we both played Sea of Stars, right? There was some some tricky parts, but I think there was also some parts you could kind of figure out. That's also one of those games where you could get lost over something so stupid that you just and you, could you also just lose where you're going, or you could get lucky and just keep going the right way and never getting lost once. Right? You know what I mean? It, it's just kind of like that. It's so I will easy say, to get lost. Justin, I'm impressed with because he's he does never finish games. And I, I will say the year 2023, I feel like he kind of changed that mentality. I'm kind of impressed with how he's been playing games lately. And Tim, I mean, God, I don't even, like I said, I, I, I can just picture Tim just in the zone, not caring what the hell the world house burning down. <laughs> I love the Tim. I love the Tim story. Me too. But beating Bowser was easy in that game, too. Agreed. So um, I, I want you to pick this one. I want to give it to Jesse. Okay. I think Jesse earns that distinction. I mean, Tears of the Kingdom to me is the best game ever made now. Um, you know, game of the year should have been game of the year for the game awards, but that's fine. Uh, it's definitely my game of the year. And I think Jesse earns some, uh, he should get, he should get an award for being the only one to have beaten tears of the kingdom. So if right. you're giving me the responsibility, I'm giving it to Jesse. All right. Sold. <laughs> congratulations jesse gaming accomplishment of the year nintendo dads start thinking about your 2024 best accomplishment of the year That's because it. i'm going to be asking you again next year i like we're it. gonna we're making this truly annual <laughs> all right the i can't believe it moment of the year this is moments the nintendo dads had 
where you said, I can't believe it. Mm. The nominees are Jesse got a pedicure. <laughs> Metroid Prime remastered was announced and shadow dropped. And Tim still has not played it. This one, this one's amazing to me. Tim wins the Lions bet on opening night for NFL football over the Chiefs. And if you remember, this bet was forced in by Justin. That's right. And Tim was pressured into accepting this bet between Jesse's Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions in Kansas City against Tim's until then pathetic Lions. And the Lions were already down seven nothing. I felt so bad. I was like, yeah. how is Tim supposed to win this bet? Agreed. And the Lions won that game. Ridiculous. And just and, and Jesse and Jesse sent him to share to Jesse. He, and he, he sent him barbecue. Yeah. The bet. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah. And lastly, Justin went to Nintendo Live and interviewed Nintendo executives such as Jim Urbitus, VP of Consumer Marketing. Yes. That was Drew, a good I'm gonna that let you pick on this one. By the way, Jesse not only got a pedicure, got a te a deep tissue massage. I think he went bad for more too. I think I mean I would. I mean, All there right. might be so, some parts of that massage you didn't talk about, but. Oh, a little rub and tug. Oh, happy, happy <laughs> I like where your head's at. I, <laughs> I have to say, knowing these four gentlemen for a long time, the fact that Tim did not play one of his favorite games of all time. <laughs> I, 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 I don't I don't get it. I just I, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I, do you agree? I, I watched his reaction. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Um, I watched his reaction. He was so excited, like a little kid. He, he was like, he was going to stop playing Fire Emblem Engage to play this. Yeah. And I, that's got to be the winner for me, knowing these people. Like, <laughs> knowing these people. Wow. Congratulations, Tim. You've done it. Now you have to play Metroid Prime Remastered, I think. Yeah, I agree. All right. The last award goes to us, Drew. We deserve an award. We do. Yeah. The best dads after dark show moment of the year. The mm -hmm. nominees are Drew and John hugging without crossing swords. You can't guarantee that. <laughs> that we raised over $2,300 in our first ever extra life marathon. That John and Drew both beat sports story and did not need therapy. Mm. yet and drew bought a luna now you put in drew bought a luna i added and then didn't play it for six months <laughs> <laughs> it was all in preparation for this moment this one moment i have a personal best moment on this list do you have one uh yeah i think i do i gotta go after all these years we've known another john getting together and actually hugging Okay, I was gonna go with the extra life, but I I think they're all great weekend. moments. Same weekend, same weekend. All right, for the kids. For the well, you know, for the let's, kids let's, or for us. Let's just call it the extra life marathon. We all got together. Agreed. Uh, first time I met you, and also the first time I met Hambone, mm -hmm. and um, we had a really good time. Uh, Kevin Kevin can spoil us like nobody's business. That's for sure. And um, yeah, we raised twenty three hundred dollars. That was that was fantastic. And uh, it was a great time. It was a great time. Watched your movie. That's right. We did watch our movie. <laughs> Ate way too much garbage. Oh, my God. Um, 
yeah, yeah. I think I think it's worthy to combine those two. I agree. Sports Story, huge accomplishment though. Holy mm-hmm. shit! Would you ever play Sports Story again just to see like what they fixed or? No, I'd play no. Golf Story again. Yeah. You think you'll play Luna again after Avatar? Depends what games come out. It's all about games, right? That's what it always comes down to. Yeah. I wonder if Gollum is, is that new Moria Lord of the Rings coming to Luna? No. I don't know. There's really nothing. Isn't, um, aren't they making Phoenix Rising? Was that Ubisoft? Ugh. Yeah, it is. It's probably I on want... there. I haven't maybe played, but aren't they making a second one? Uh, I can't I remember they if that was a thing or not. Yeah. Maybe I'd play that on Luna if it came out rather than the Switch. My God, the loading time would be a lot faster. That's for sure. All right. That is the Daddy Awards. Congratulations to all the winning daddies. Um, fantastic, great year. 2024, start thinking about anything you can do to try to win another That's daddy. It. You want to get on there. Yeah. Um, oops, that was the wrong one there. I'm just marking the winners. All right. Uh, let's answer some questions. Mm. You want to answer right. some let's questions? Let's answer some let's questions. We got a bunch. We do have a bunch. Thank you. Uh, we're already 20 minutes over our expected time, but this won't take too long, I guess. No, we'll do it for it. Hambone Johnny writes, what is the best Christmas song? And why is it Dominic the Donkey? It's classic. There's a lot of versions of it, by the way. But is there? I do like the classic, very Italian version. I don't know the name of the person. I didn't know there was more than one. That's the only version I know. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite Christmas song? Do you have one? Uh, you know what? My kids have been sitting in the house all day long today. And I can't, I can't bash them for it. A little Mariah Carey. Last yeah. Christmas. It's just it's just so good. It's just so good. <laughs> I I heard that song today because they play it all the time because of yeah. the, our station is on Christmas. And I sang it as this. I said, um, uh, I don't what's what did she say before? All I want for Christmas is you. Uh I sang it as all I want for Christmas is switch to Ooh, <laughs> baby. That's the it's way. Just, that's the beauty of that song. You can pretty much everyone just changes the lyrics to whatever they want. All Most, I want is to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, it's my kids out in poop or fart or something. But gosh, well, when they get older, they'll make it dirty. Good. <laughs> uh, my favorite song, without a doubt, is Christmas Shoes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, my favorite song is Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC because it is uh, just yeah. from my generation. Um, it's a little bit different. There's not a lot of rap Christmas songs. And when it comes on, it's like, dun, 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 dun. Michelle does not like that song, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my that's my favorite. But you know what? I love the whole Pantheon. I love them all. Uh, give me a little Fiona Apple singing Frosty the Snowman. That's a good one. You don't hear too often. Mm-hmm. Um, give me uh, give me some of the. Oh, did we go? There's like corn singing Kidnap the Sandy Claws. So uh-huh. good. Um yeah, there's so many, but like, yeah, the whole Pantheon, the very special Christmas CD. Uh, there's lots of Christmas songs. It's really hard to pick one, but Dominic the Donkey is a great one. Yes, it is indeed. Rizzle of the of Buffalo Nation. What do they call Buffalo Nation? The, the Bills Mafia. Mafia. Bills Mafia. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City today. The Bills are back. Eh, let's not go uh, that far. Do you know the Broncos are a game behind the Chiefs for the division lead? <laughs> I know. It's a crazy world. We were one in five. Do you remember when the mm. Broncos and the Patriots won when they were one in five and they went to two and five and we we're like, yay, our team's won. <laughs> now, like we're a game behind the freaking Chiefs. Rizzle 
asks, what was the first video game you ever received for Christmas? Uh, you know, my, my first memories are going to go back to that state of Genesis and just get in the Sonic 2 and... Uh, did did yeah. that Genesis come with the game or no? It came with Sonic. I think it came with Sonic 2, though, for some reason. Did it? Okay. I mean, sometimes they, they had those little packages. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but that, that's probably my oldest memory of, of receiving it. I was probably too young yeah. for the Nintendo, let's be honest. Um, yeah, mine is, I think, 10-yard fight. Uh, I got a Nintendo that came with Super Mario, but the first game I officially unwrapped mm-hmm. was 10-yard fight, which, by the way, for some crazy reason, I love. It is probably one of the shittiest football games ever made. But I love the fact, if you remember, do you ever play 10-yard fight? You, Your team consists of like that one. seven people and when you move it controls all of the movable players <laughs> oh my god so when when you get the kickoff the guy in the middle catches the ball and there's like seven people around you or something and you move all as a team so you have to kind of like try to line up your blockers with that guy and then oh turn and yep. block it and it's a pr- tremendously fun game to play against the computer because huh. you could just like trounce them interesting uh, that's my first one rizzle also asks who was your favorite instagram model oh now, you know, I'm not a big social media guy and, you know, I love golf. So the obvious answer would be um, Paige, you know, Paige, oh, Paul, Paulina. I'll take Paulina. Paulina first. Oh, I Paige Paranich. I don't know if you've ever seen her, but I don't like her because I feel like she's cocky and kind of a douche. The next one is on that list is there's a girl called Grace Charis, who's pretty hot, who does a lot of golf stuff. Um, let me see. Will this work if I send this? You know, there's Grace. Something about her I like. She's pretty good. Um, does Anna Kendrick count? She's on Instagram. I mean, she's not an Instagram model. True. I'm gonna go with she's this. A... I'm gonna go with Grace. I'm gonna go with Grace. She's tremendously young. This girl. I, is... I can definitely, I can definitely see why she's your choice. See, fair point. Is she the one that did the video where she did the golf and they slow it down? And you can see her boobies just sort of go. Oh, that's a good video, but I don't think that's her. <laughs> Oh, there's a picture of her holding two balloons that say 21. Well, how long ago was that? Now I feel dirty. Uh, two weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you could be your father. <laughs> her shirt is just like exploded. Um, okay. How do, you, how do you play golf with boobs? Did you win? Because they were like, you're like, oh, I got a hole in one. And they, you know, they, they don't know that you didn't. <laughs> they weren't looking. <laughs> uh, I have two. And it is no surprise, I am a chess lover. Uh, I love chess. I love to play chess. I try to follow it. I don't follow it as much as I should. Uh, But the Botez sisters um, are my Instagram. I just sent you the links. And I want you to compare the two and let me know who you like best. So there is Alexandra Botez. She is a... a, They are both originally Canadian. Uh, Incredible chess players. And I watch them a lot. <clears throat> and this is not what uh, I expected. And her younger sister became a chess player. And the two of them are Instagram models and they do like chess streams. And like sometimes they play chess, sometimes they do silly things. But they're both amazing. And it's like kind of my dream in life to like end up playing them, although I never would because they're they're much higher level. But it would be amazing. Like if I went to a tournament and I got to play one, I would just use up my whole clock just so I can sit there with them. When you sent uh, me this, I was expecting like more cleavage, maybe like 
a rook between the tits or something, but this is just I'm like sophisticated, dude, Drew. I am this sophisticated. This is a, this is sophisticated, just too hot girls. I'm not into the barely legal. Um, okay. Andrea, Andrea, Andrea Botez is the younger sister. Um, I think objectively she's, I don't know if I would say she's hotter, but she's the biggest flirt. She clearly, she's clearly trying to bigger her base. She, she dresses more productive, provocatively. Yeah, and I whatever. like her better. I but Ale- Alexandra is, she is the, um, sort of the queen. She's a little bit older. Um, she jet, like her pictures are much more, she's like wearing dresses and, and whatever. She's just more of like a, like a starlet type. Um, she's also the better chess player of the two right now, but Andrea is, you know, a few years younger, uh, no, but the two know, of them are I, great. I like the older one. I think she's, I like the older one. Yeah. 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 Older she's just, ones. Yep. She's just classy. Right. You could, Class. you could like bring her home to mom. I think Andrea is going to be like, Hey, she's kind of nuts. I still um, want the rook between the boobies. I don't think you'll ever see that because they are pretty good players. I wrote down their ratings too. Where did I put their ratings? So Alexandra has, uh, oh yeah, this was the joke I was going to do. I kind of messed it up. Ready? Alexandra has huge ELO ratings. Uh, 1977. Andrea has more a perky, smaller ELO rating of 1709. <laughs> and, um, uh, but they're both great. And every so often I'll tune into Twitch and watch them um, play some chess. A lot of times they're just kind of chatting with people and whatever. And I turn it off, but um, yeah, they're both very good. That's it. All right. Nice. I think, I think I got a good difference between us. <laughs> uh, question from the informant. Um, we'll break this up. How old were you when the magic of Christmas was ruined? What magic? Yeah. what ma- it's, it's, it's still there. Yeah. Santa's real. <clears throat> um, I, I don't, I'll be honest. Like, I just don't remember. Do you, I don't I mean, remember either. <laughs> I know. No, I really boring, don't remember. But... I, I, I was snooping on presents since I was a little kid. Dear Lord. Um, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Drew, Drew just outright sending me porn while we're doing a show. That's what I was expecting. And <laughs> you sent me these terms. I don't need to see a woman's asshole with a rook next to it. That's a queen. I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I just couldn't help myself. I hope she's showered. Um, you feel dirty now. I was, I was snooping delete, in my mom's your, closet. Delete. Delete, delete your cookies. <laughs> I, I, do it about, I feel like I'm about to delete my cookies. Um, yeah, no, I was snooping on presents in my mom's closet since I was like, fairly young so uh i know it was like like a 10 or 11 you know know, around there it's funny you say that like i can't picture you as the snooper oh it's total snooper what about your brother was he a snooper or you were like spilling the beans to him oh my my brother was much older than me yeah so he he didn't snoop he didn't care um no usually i was home alone uh my dad would pick me up drop me off and i was home for like two or three hours before um you know someone else in my family came home after work so i always had the run of the house and, and you yeah, I'd snoop. snoop around and yeah, on weekends, if my uh, my friend and I were alone, we would like snoop and I would be like, oh, look, I got a Nintendo. Hmm. Um, so we don't remember. We're too old and informant. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, what right. was I do want to say I had a conversation and we've told our kids about Santa years ago mm-hmm. and my elders knew or whatever. My daughter, I think, kind of suspected and knew, but she was younger at the time. And we just told all of them because it was easier to just say. We have never told them that there's no tooth fairy. 
Okay. And um, my my wife was was saying like Miss that my daughter that was her last tooth. That was her last. She she lost her last baby tooth. When and I was like, oh, recently? wow. Uh, yeah, like fairly recently. And um, I was like, oh, and it's like. So we were in the car and I've told my wife this. I was like, why don't we just tell the, the years ago? Why don't we just tell the kids there's no tooth fairy? Because she would like sneak in and put the money under the pillow. And that was so stressful to me that I just didn't want to do it. So she would do it. I've never done it. Agreed. I always make okay. her do it. So I said, let me just tell. Her. Anyways, I found out like that was the last tooth. So they had no more teeth. So we're driving in the car. This was like a week and a half ago. And I go, I say, hey, kids, I got some huge news for you. And I go, did you know that mommy was the tooth fairy? <laughs> oh my now, God. all the kids like knew. Older boys are just there. Oh, yeah. I mean, my kids are 16, 14, 12. And they're and then like my daughter's about to be a teenager in less than a month, uh, a month from Tuesday. And they all knew like it was it wasn't even like, oh, I yeah. suspected or whatever, like they knew. And oh, my God, I got to hear the greatest stories out of them. Like, oh, Cedric was like, oh, yeah, one night I wasn't asleep yet. And my mom came in. And I just pretended like I was sleeping. And I heard I felt my pillow move in my head joggle or whatever. And I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then she left the room and I looked and I was like, sweet or whatever. It was just the funniest thing. Like they all knew my, they all like could sense that Michelle well, then, thought she was being sneaky. Yeah. But they were but all the just kids like, are also you know, like, well, if I tell them. Do I not get it anymore? Like, do I not get the? That is exactly. Yeah. That, that is exactly what happened. Nobody ever talked about it. They would ask about Santa. We would yeah. have dinners where they would ask about Santa. Nobody asked about the Tooth Fairy. They knew the great train. Few, the few yeah. bucks. It was great though. That's something you should do with your kids when they get old. Just, just go. Yeah. Tell me your secrets. Like when my yeah, kids, when my kids are older, older, like adults, I'm gonna say to him, okay, I'm gonna say. Did you guys ever snoop? Tell us. I want to know because yeah. my wife doesn't think we had this conversation today. She does not think that they snoop. And I'm like, you're I, out of your freaking mind. Like my kids know where we keep presents. Uh-huh. I mean, there's only a few places, right? And I don't think they do, but you guys don't necessarily leave them alone yet. That's a that's a great point. You're right. There's no way they would ever be able to snoop. They wouldn't you're be right, able right. to. The moment that they are alone, like, yeah, I mean, our kids are, are alone all the time. True. And uh, I, I'm going to ask them, like, okay, guys, fess up. Who snooped? I want stories. Tell me. There's years. Yeah, you know, this be even, yeah. They'll be in their 20s. I'll, I'll yeah. wait till down the road. Um, I can't wait for those stories. That's funny. Uh, next question from the informant was, what was the coolest present you remember getting and freaking out about? This well, is a tough one. I already said the Sega, but I'll, I already used this many times. I'm going to go with this orange bicycle that I got. I thought it was like my first like two-wheel bicycle, and I was just pumped. Had the tiger stripes on it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> simple man. That's it. Right. Uh, you have a story. I don't have a story. That's, I mean, that's not really a story. Yeah, I just I don't... remember getting that. I don't have a story. Like, yeah, I don't have anything like, oh, let's go out to the shed. There's like this new, like, now nah, like go kart. I don't have like a, yeah, I don't really have anything like that either. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. I like being freaked out about a lot of the presents, like Michelle and I, we talk to each other. We kind of know what we're going to get. I get her some smaller gifts that she doesn't know about, mm -hmm. but for the most part, she knows like the big gift. 
that I got her. And like, I literally told her the the main gift I wanted this year. So we haven't, we don't have the many surprises with that stuff. Mm, um, I think one year I did get her an iMac and I think she was like surprised. I remember but, that. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, no. Yeah. Sorry. Boring answers. All right. Yeah. The first question was very good and informant. Second question. Eh, not so great. Yeah. Beer, beer, cerveza. <laughs> Does your family have an elf on the shelf? Oh, uh, we have two, we do, but we don't move it. <laughs> we have we have two and we still move them. But elves on I'm shelves. Not, I'm not one of those like Instagram, Facebook people you see that have these extravagance. We pretty much legit just move them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. today they're on that shelf. Tomorrow they're on that shelf. The next day they're next to the TV. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I'm not because here's the problem. Once you do it like at once, you gotta you gotta do this every night, right? We right. also a lot of people say they come after Thanksgiving. I'm like, F that they come December first. Like I'm buying time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There's only so many ideas you're gonna have. Yeah, you know, and we and we used to have one, and then maybe two or three years ago, we're like, well, let's get, a, you know, we had a girl one for my daughter, but let's get a boy one. So then I was like, maybe with like two of them, you could have like a little bit more ideas, right? But, no, we're very um, like once in a while we'll do something like we'll TP the Christmas tree with toilet paper, and you know what I mean? Like, I like the creativity of it, but not yeah, we're not extravagant enough to do all these fishing in the toilet and peeing in cups and shit like i'm out yeah i have a relative who's really good with it and i envy it but yeah no i i I wouldn't want to deal with the pressure of having to do it every single day sort of bed i want to relax i don't want to spend an hour setting these things up every night (laughs) right at 11 o'clock at night i want to go to bed so that's all Um, no we usually move them we don't usually forget okay beer beer says he constantly forgets Beer Beer also asks, what video game or video game related presents do you hope to find under your tree on Christmas morning this year? Ooh. Ooh. This is the first year I don't think I asked for any specific Switch games. Usually I ask for like one that I don't like on my list, but not on my list. Yeah. But um, the simple answer is plushies, John. I need more plushies. plushies. I mean, I don't need any more. Looking, but plushies. I mean, you need more plushies because you don't use socks, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I have uh, something I'm almost completely sure that I'm getting because uh, I asked for it is a uh, uh, PS5 extended storage device. This is a external internal drive. Uh, well, it's an internal drive that you install into the PS5 and it adds two terabytes to the to wow. the kind of the 800 megabytes that's already there. I, I feel like with the size of games and the types of games I play on PlayStation, because I play my indie games on Switch, mm-hmm. you know, so I always have these big fucking massive games. And I feel like I can only have like eight or nine games on my system at a time. So I just wanted to have just a little bit more. I don't need to have all of them. I just wanted to have more. Mm-hmm. So um, I am excited to get that under the tree so I can install all the Hogwartses and install the Witcherses and keep them on my system so I can play them whenever um, that is on my list. But yeah, I don't have any games. I don't get physical games for the PlayStation. And honestly, if there's a game for the Switch, I probably just have bought it myself. Hmm. Um, so there's nothing Agreed. there. I always keep eShop cards and stuff on my Gifster. 
Yeah. But um, usually I encourage relatives who don't know what to get me. Just get me an eShop card. Get me a PlayStation card. I'm ha- I'm going to be happy. Because um, something you ever get like a gift card to a place you don't go. I hate that. So call me crazy. We went through gift cards yes- uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. John, I'm not exaggerating. I had $1,000 in gift cards. Really? Like you just hadn't used? Like my boss gives me like, and then like a $150 gift card to a restaurant. And then my wife gets one from the same restaurant for like $200. And like, <laughs> it's like a Newport restaurant group. It's called where it's like 10 local restaurants. And then like, we don't go out a lot. So then like the next year I did another $300 to this restaurant. And it's just like, even if I went out to eat there, but what, how much could one person spend? I mean, you get some wine. Yeah. <clears throat> so we ended up, we're going to re-gift some of those, I think. Not a bad idea. Not actually. a bad idea. I mean, it's still Not a gift a card. Idea. Yeah. Nice. We got, we've gotten gift cards in the past, to like just stores. We don't go like Hobby Lobby, like Hobby <laughs> Lobby for my kids, <laughs> for my kids. <laughs> What the fuck are they going to buy at Hobby Lobby? That's incredible. Yarn? Like, uh, you know, uh, like, I, I love my cat. Like, what are you going to get at Hobby Lobby? Jesus. Um, yeah. I, uh, what do we got? Okay. Oh, I, I did. No, I didn't ask for. I was going to ask for a PSVR 2 this year. And now that I'm two weeks away, I'm like, ooh, that would have been fun. But, you know, do you know why I got rid of that from my list? I do not. Because it'd just be another set of games. I have to be like, okay, now I got to go play this game and I got to play that game and I got to buy this game. I'm like sick enough that I have two systems. I I don't want, I don't want that one. All right. Bob Cousy asks, I'll be playing the Grinch Christmas adventure on switch this month. What are your favorite Christmas games and or Christmas winter themed game stages stages Mm. in games? I'm curious on how this Grinch game is. <clears throat> we'll have to ask him uh, next week. Um, first, he likes my m- everything. He loves everything. First, that comes to my mind on the why <laughs> is the penguin level in Mario 64. Penguin, save a little baby penguin and bring him to the mommy. It's wintry. No. Yeah. No, you're right. All right. Um, I like that level. We, we obviously. I talked about my favorite games. I'm trying to think of levels, though. Um, I, I agree on that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, if it's not one of the, like the Christmas games that I talked about, it's the yeah. God, I, I really think. But like lots of games have like wintry levels, which mm-hmm. obviously remind you of Christmas. Um, but I can't really think of one, actually. Yeah. How sad is that? Just any winter level, honestly. It's great. Fantastic. Still. You ever play the elf bowling? That was like an old no. game that used to be like on Windows and it always comes no. up. I think it's on Switch now. I There's always like it's elf bowling. Hmm. Um, I don't know that one. Last question of the night to wrap up our Christmas special from the Christmas special himself, Ibusel. <laughs> What was your most disappointing Christmas gift? Who was it from? And why, if not obvious, was it disappointing? Well, I'm going to go with the theme this year that I've been saying all night. 
I'm going to go with the state of Genesis and say I wish it was a Super Nintendo. Wow. Your grandma is rolling over in her grave right now. She is. God bless her. <laughs> but it was also a great memory at the same time. Isn't yeah. It? And disappointing. It wasn't disappointing. Well, yeah. But that was the question. <laughs> I don't know. I, I played a lot of great. Sega was, had a lot of good games. It really did. Uh, it had a lot of what Super Nintendo. You know what? Maybe I take that back. You're right, John. Thanks for talking me out of it. Exactly. I don't have an answer. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that's been disappointing. I'll be obvious. I'll I'll confess. Um, Michelle's family, uh, especially certain parts of her family, could be they can be awful with Christmas gifts. Awful, and. There were times that we would take Christmas presents that they gave us and bring them to Ark during that week afterwards. Um, uh, so like one time I got like this crystal thing or something. I don't know what it was. And it was just like, whatever. Uh, my 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 brother-in-law will get me like, I don't know, some thermos. It's like, I, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. Um, there was... Uh, her friends, um, her friend before I had met her and then, you know, became our friends or whatever, we would actually exchange gifts. We haven't done it for like 15 years, but we would like exchange some gifts for Christmas. And they got me no joke. Look at my hat. Yeah, they got me a picture frame with Colorado Rockies in it. And I'm just like, it's like, I'm a Mets fan. Like, what is this? <laughs> um, Yeah. So uh, that was that was a disappointing gift. And I remember that year I got the Rockies thing. Mm -hmm. They bought my wife. I don't know what you think of this. They bought her hand sanitizer, the flate, the, the smelly uh, hand oh, sanitizer, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. because she always has hand sanitizer. But as a Christmas gift, it was terrible. And I felt terrible for my wife because this is this was her friend for like 15 years before yeah, I met know. her. It's funny like that. You know, you bring that up. Like even my dad one time got me like this framed picture of the Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholas. Like everyone knows I love golf, but like right. I don't have any like golf pictures just hanging up in like the like my living room. Like what am I like what are you supposed to do with it? Like just what because you, you love I don't know. Might be in this closet <laughs> somewhere. I, I honestly thought I was gonna pull it out, but I don't know. I probably, I probably threw it away. Like after you put it somewhere for five, six years, and it's like, I don't you, want. Yeah, like, what am I going to do with it? You have to hold you know, on to it because it might come up in a conversation. Like, oh, let me sh show me that Tiger Woods picture I gave you, and you're like, oh, I brought shit. it to work. Sending on my my office. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I but. think bad gifts are fine. We all get each other bad gifts. I don't know what to get my brother in law and all that stuff. I feel like it's it's fine or We've whatever. Like, we don't even exchange gifts anymore my brother or his wife and us it's just like what's the point because you do with the kids, kids right you oh, yeah we you still buy, buy for their his, kids yeah 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 because it's it's just if i pay 50 bucks for you and you pay 50 bucks for me let's just let's just keep it yeah. and i buy you, you, golf balls, you, you buy me golf balls like what's the point of us literally buying each other the same gift like it's and you might buy him 30 golf balls and he buys you 40 and then it's awkward. Then it is awkward. You're right. <laughs> you, you gave me more balls. Yeah. Um, I do that with even with gift cards. Like you get a gift card for someone. They give yeah. you a gift card, but it's a different value. And it's like it's just super uncomfortable. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I win this exchange. Yep. 
I'll go buy you some uh, in and out maybe to, to even it. I will say most disappointing gift every year. So I've been a supervisor, John, at my job for nine years. And every year, my employees like to get me something, which is which is very thoughtful of them. I don't need anything, right? But every year, John, they give me a Christmas card. And like, you know, they, they, they probably pass it around like, oh, donate cash. Right? You know, one guy's going to give you $3. One guy's going to give you 20 bucks, whatever it is. And at the end of every Christmas, I'm going to get this next week. I guarantee it. They give me a card with just the cash in it. And, and don't get me wrong. It's it's nice. You get extra cash. But mm-hmm. like, where's the thought of at least getting me something? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you like, these people have known me. I talked to them every day for the last nine years. You know I like golf. You know I like Nintendo. You come in my office. You see stuff I have in my desk. Like, you know what? Get me a gift card. Like, it's just the thought, like, you literally give me cash, and it'll be like a random number. Like, here's $93, because that's what we got. And then like, <laughs> I go to a Christmas party. Like, I'm taking them all out next week. And, like, it will cost me three, $400. And I'm just going to take that money and put it towards that. So it's like you're just paying for your own Christmas party in a way. It's just weird. You can't expense that with your no with your company? Really? Oh, yeah, so we usually weird. take them out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was weird, especially because they could just they could just get a gift card. Yeah, just get a, you know, just get a gift card to like a golf shop or something. Yeah, and, and that'll make it a little bit more meaningful. I agree. Yeah, but I guarantee you next week I'm going to get a card that has cash in it. And like some of the it's bills just, are just all weird. like gross. Yeah, yeah one's taped weird. together. Like, like, oh, let me open my wallet today and see what I have. I have a five and a one. Like here's it's, it's just weird, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I think I think well, disappointing Christmas gifts are part of the fabric. Agreed. Part of the fabric uh, of uh, of Christmas. They're fine. It's okay. I think. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, and then just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, well, this was a fun episode, John, and we got a big one coming next week, right? Uh, next week we're doing our 2023 Game of the Year episode with uh, Koozie and Hambone coming on again, just like last year. Mm-hmm. And we have not only we're going to go through our games of the year, but we have a bunch of bonus categories mm-hmm. that um, that we have. Let me see if I can let me just name a couple here. We have we're we recording have, on a Monday night, so it might be a little delay. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably put it out after we're done. Okay, just heads um, up. Yep. Hopefully we don't have tech issues like we did last year. Um, but some of the other categories are going to be uh, hottest new character of the year. Of course, of course. And then, uh, oh, the new category, best small game of the year. That's our that's our indie category without calling it indie. Yes, small. small game, small game. We should probably establish some rules, but we we know what we we're should. talking about. Yeah, yeah small. small, small, tiny. Um, that's it. That's it. I'm excited. It should be fun. Real I got my list ready. I'm prepared, ready to go. Let's go. Let's do it. So, all right. Well, good chatting with you, John. Two hours as always, like we said. Two hours as always, and the Eagles are getting kicked in the Smoke. ass again. Yeah, strangely, they forgot how to play. Huh? I guess so. Whatever. Look at that. Just look at look at the Broncos in the hunt right there. You see it. I Seven do. and I six in the hunt, baby. Yeah. And we have the tiebreaker right. on the Bills. Look, at, how is Pitt seven and six? They suck because they stink. They do. How stink. did the Jets kill the Texans today? Like what? I don't know. The heck, love it, but what the heck? Seriously. I hear you. So. Alrighty, alrighty. 
Peace. Talk to you later. Later, dads. The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available. If you're listening to Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It helps us promote our show, and we'd be grateful to hear your feedback. Check us out on threads and Instagram at NDadsAfterDark. Send us a question to dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the show. Or if you want to hear yourself on the show, leave us a voicemail. See the episode description for a link to do that. Be sure to join us on Discord in our Dads After Dark channels. That's where we chat. You can participate in our monthly mayhem contests, plus other activities such as chubbies and so on. You can get access by joining the Nintendo Dads Patreon or by subscribing to their Twitch channel. A big thank you to Family Jewels for the show's music. Check out their YouTube to hear other awesome Nintendo cover tunes.